This is the Big Brand Theory Podcast by Blackwood Creative with your host, Ryan Zerfus. And now, here's Ryan. Hey, hey, guys, and welcome back to the Big Brand Theory Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Zerfus, VP of Customer Success at Blackwood Creative, a marketing and advertising agency right here in sunny Mishawaka, at least sunny today. It's a beautiful day. Um, if you like humidity, you can move here with us. <laughs> um, and today uh, is, is going to be a great one because today we have Michael Yoder, who is the owner uh, extraordinaire of Truth Work Media here in the studio with us. So Michael, thanks for coming in. Ryan, it's great to be here, man. You say that about everyone though. It's going to be a great day, but it, I hope I hope today <laughs> is going to be a great day. Well, I truly do believe that every day is going to be a great day, but I, I do think that you're going to add a little something special today. Well, thanks, man. I, I'm excited. I woke up excited. Last night I was excited. Uh, this is this is gonna be fun. Yeah. So, um, so Mike, can I call you Mike? You can I didn't call even me ask whatever you want. Okay, yeah, well, that, you have full permission. Okay, great. So I'm gonna call you Mike uh, or Yoder. My friends call me Yoder, okay. so you can do that as well. Yo, Doug. Um, <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah, that works too. So uh, Mike's in the studio with us today because we're gonna be talking about uh, this great thing called co- podcasting, which oddly enough is what we're doing right in this moment. So Super uh, meta. yeah, it's so meta. So we're going to be talking about podcasting and, and 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 the importance and significance of it how you can use it in your strategy how you can implement it at your company if it's something that um, would fit in your wheelhouse so uh, i'm really excited to have this conversation um, but i've never met mike before so mike i want to know a little bit about what's what's something that you love outside of podcasting what so that's a great question i'm a huge fan of a lot of things. I'm very excitable. <laughs> and so I, I just dive headfirst into a lot of things specifically, uh, right now I'm, I've never been a huge fan, but Taylor Swift just came out with a new album and <laughs> I literally, there's a song on there called exile and mm-hmm. I cannot stop. I cannot stop listening to it. I'm so it's 10, 15. I've probably listened to it 15 times today already. <laughs> just on do repeat. You, do you sing in the car? Oh, I sing in the car, in the shower, at my <laughs> desk. I, my wife's, we're still working. We're both working remote. Um, I do that anyway. But she's downstairs and she has to be annoyed because it's just me, my awful singing. <laughs> same song on repeat for an hour straight. Uh, but it's lovely. amazing. Uh, but I like cycling. I've been getting in the cycling, uh, mm-hmm. trying to get back into uh, my fighting shape. Um, okay. I don't fight, but like if I did, I, that's my fighting weight is uh, okay. what I, what I'm going for. So yeah, it's good to be active. I, yeah. I, uh, I should probably join you in that. And because, uh, do you cycle? No, no, I don't. But I just in the whole realm of being active, you yeah, know, yeah. it'd probably be good just for everything. It <laughs> is like, I hate, so I had to find something that I loved, um, because running, I hate, absolutely mm. hate running. There's nothing fun about it. But with cycling, I actually enjoy the process of doing it. Mm. And so for me, uh, the closest thing that I've ever done with that is like basketball, playing pickup basketball. Mm-hmm. I enjoy working out. Cycling is one of those things that I can do this and I'm excited to do it with friends. And I don't feel like I'm working out even though it's one of the best workouts. I went yeah. for an hour the other night and I burned just under a thousand calories. That's crazy. It is. And yeah. it's so good for your mental state, especially like when you're working, you know, and mm-hmm. when you're busy all the time, it's just, 
it's relaxing. Yeah. You get home, good and you're release like, from oh, all the pressures and stress. Oh my of, goodness! Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. Are you a part of like? Because uh, I know there's like local cycling clubs, so, and groups, and stuff. <laughs> this is so funny. Yeah, because well, I'm gonna say yes. Like I said, I like the dive head first in the things, mm-hmm. and so we've gone on like three rides, and I'm my buddy's like, dude, we got to brand this. I was like, absolutely. So we're in the process of making, you know, our own logo, our own cycling club. Like we're going to make our own (laughs) and we're going to put it on Strava and make it a private group. And so kind of, I'm a part of a cycling club, but like we're, (laughs) we're going to found one and have like Uh six people in it. It Sounds, sounds like an adventure. Super lame. But like I said, like that's what makes things fun, right? When you just go above and beyond and go overboard and yeah, make it fun. Yeah, yeah. Do you do you play any instruments? I play. I used to. So I used to play guitar a lot. I used to be a worship leader back in the day. Mm-hmm. Um, like every youth pastor, I feel like at some <laughs> point has led worship. Guitar. A uh, guitar. guitar yeah, yeah, man. So, yeah, I went through a couple of tailors. I had. Uh, I was big into the guitar scene. Yeah, mm-hmm. but no, I haven't played. I haven't played in a while. Yeah. What about you? No, no, not, I, uh, don't play any instruments. I, you know, like every person I've at different points have aspired or dreamed about yeah. playing an instrument, but uh, I never jumped in. Um, I, I can sing. I'm not going to do oh, it right wow. now. No, don't ask me. You can't do. say that. And yeah. then like, maybe when the mics are off, we'll get you to sing yeah. something. I, I, I do enjoy singing. I typically don't do it for people, yeah. but, uh, it's, that's, that's the one like instrument. It's not instrument. But no, music, it is. Musical, your voice is your instrument. Musical thing that I that I can do. All, okay. I'm very envious of people that can sing really well. Mm. Like very, very envious. I uh, growing up, I wish I would have focused more on the arts. I was kind of a jock growing up, um, and that was in my eyes cool then. But I realized like all of that stuff doesn't transcend after being 17 you know (laughs) and so maybe golf uh you can play golf until you're old but i wish i would have spent more time like learning piano Mm. or actually honing the craft of what it means to be a good guitar player yeah because you can always do those things yeah and um yeah good pastimes yeah man and even like i think uh mentally Mm -hmm. like growing uh not even just in the skill but i think like uh, growing in the arts and the skill, the, the yeah, craft of the yeah, arts yeah. does something to even to like your intellect. Yeah, you know, absolutely. Like it, it just makes you a more rounded, oh, yeah. more thoughtful person. <laughs> Whether it's true or not, people that are in the classical music, they're instantly smarter than me for some reason. <laughs> like in my mind, I'm like, oh, they listen to classical. They have to be geniuses. Yeah, yeah. My, <laughs> my wife is rather musical more so than me, and she's definitely smarter than me. Yeah. So it must be that. Does she listen to classical? No, uh, not so she's so not much. that. Yeah, smart. She's, she's not, not there. There's another level. She's, she's got definitely a, smarter than me. Though. <laughs> Same with my wife, man. So, um, well, uh, so excited to jump into this conversation about podcasting. It's something that I have been learning a whole lot about as we've been doing this Big Brand Theory podcast. I'm I'm new to this. I'm new to hosting. Yeah. Um, well, you're killing it so far. Well, thanks. Like, so tell me a little bit of like. What's been your adventure into the world of podcasting? Like, where did it start and how has it developed for you? That's a great question. So how this started was maybe eight years ago. I was working at Bethel University now, which is about a half mile from here. Yeah, yeah, not far. Uh, and there I had someone 
that was a coworker at the time, Dr. Terry Linhart, who's going to be on the show. He's coming over today, actually. <laughs> yeah. I just found out. Um, and I had been in communication with him, and we were driving up to O'Hare. I was taking students and him to Africa. And I remember saying something along the lines of, hey, we should start a podcast. Hmm. And he said, okay, what does that mean? And <laughs> great question. <laughs> great question. And at the time, neither one of us had any idea. Hmm. And I was like, I don't know. I think we need to order some kind of equipment. <laughs> and within the next week, we had done some research and equipment had been ordered and arrived at mm -hmm. his house. And he sent me a picture. He said, look what has come in the mail. <laughs> and we set up our first studio in the basement of a old building and you could hear i love this part of the story that our first shows that i've ever been a part of in my life which are like eight years ago the plumbing was right above the microphones so like where <laughs> these lights are right now uh -huh. anytime someone would flush the toilet you could hear water running in the background <laughs> of our podcast she doesn't want most, that in a podcast exactly it was it's basically like you would think of when you think of podcasting what it used to be like some dude in the basement real creepy looking so mm -hmm. we'd bring our guests into this creepy looking makeshift studio and it kind of just went from there i did this for about three years with Terry. Mm -hmm. uh, 37 The Podcast is what it was called. And our first real life studio was in the f way old J2 Marketing Studios. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, um, up on Colfax. Colfax, yeah. And we were back and they had a little, little studio there. Mm -hmm. And um, through that process, I had people come and start asking me because popularity of podcasting kept rising as well. Yeah, right. That was this huge. was six years ago, seven years ago. People kept asking me, Michael, how do you do this? Um, would you be able to teach me? And I had this like inkling and desire to start my own business. And I thought, well, what could go wrong? Why don't I just quit my stable job and income <laughs> and uh, just try to launch a business with one client? Mm -hmm. And I did. And it's worked. It's mm. uh, been it's been an insane ride. It's I can't, especially like living through COVID. Uh, we talked about that a little bit before the mics were on. Like I was, I was scared out of my mind. Like, is this thing going to fold? Uh, is it going to work out? And it has, but it's just been, it's been an adventure going from being a podcast host that knows nothing about podcasting mm -hmm. to thinking I can help people to then helping people. And then to actually trying to figure out how to build a business around what it looks like to be a professional podcaster, Right. which I don't know if I'm a professional podcaster. That's a weird title, but mm -hmm. I, I do professionally help people yeah. launch podcasts. Right. That's your business. That's yeah. what you do for a living. So yeah. it's a, you're a professional. <laughs> so it's been... I mean, uh, you helped us get off yeah, the ground. Yeah. You, you know, you, you came in and, and sort of helped uh, Kyle, who's our owner, mm -hmm. who this was sort of his brainchild of starting the Big Brand Theory podcast. Um, you, you came in and sort of consulted him on how to start yeah. and what kind of equipment should yeah. we get and, you know, just what should we be thinking about. So... And... Well, I'm sure we'll talk about this at some point, but, and it might sound cheesy, but at the core of what we do is we just help people. We help people share their story. And so for you guys, like, absolutely, I want to help Blackwood share what you guys are doing and mm -hmm. share how this business is thriving. Like, I walked in and it was amazing because I haven't been here for a while and there's a new office built um, within the office where we are. Uh -huh. Like, the studio's built, there's walls, there wasn't any walls before and when I watched Kyle purchase this place and it go from like no one working here to now I walk in and there's an entire staff of people like mm -hmm. it's just it's awesome and so to help 
Blackwood share that story, it, it's awesome. Yeah. Well, we appreciate it. And, um, yeah, so that's a really fun adventure into podcasting. I feel like I'm on a similar path, but like you eight years ago. So like, <laughs> but I, you're better looking than me oh, eight no. years ago. So that's <laughs> hopefully you continue the right trajectory. Uh, and not <laughs> yeah. So I, I I feel like I, I I'm learning so much in this time being obviously a podcast host like you were eight years ago just sort of being thrown into it. Yeah. And so uh, that's why I'm so excited for this conversation because I just, you're eight years down the road. Now you're helping people mm-hmm. do this. And, and I think for the people that are listening in today, um, obviously they're listening to a podcast. So yeah. there's at least the initial inkling. Of, yeah, yeah. I like this. I like learning from people talking. Um, but maybe they haven't so much thought about what this would mean for them personally doing it in their own sphere or you know whether it's personally or for their company. So I think that's really where we want to go today is we want to talk about what does this, what's the significance, significance of podcasting for yeah. a business and, and how do you make that happen? So obviously here at Blackwood, we've started down that path and we're, I think, making it yeah, happen, yeah, hopefully. Sure. And, uh, but there are other people that, are, that aren't that are maybe looking and thinking, well, how do I get into that? So, so let's start to talk about from your perspective, what what is the benefit or importance of podcasting in the business world? Like how, how do those things come together and, and why do they work? Yeah, that's a great question and one that can have a thousand different answers, right? Mm-hmm. I think before we answer that question, you have to answer as an individual or as an organization, what does success look like for you mm. as a business and organization and as a person? And so I, I talk to a lot of people and they come with arbitrary numbers that they want to hit mm. from listeners to downloads. Like, Hey, we want to have 5,000 downloads in the first episode. And I think that's fine. Um, but the question is why do you want your influence to increase? Do you want sales to increase? Do you want your reach to increase? What are you trying to accomplish? Yeah. And the cool thing about podcasting is it can do all of those things. It it can increase your sales. It can increase your reach. It Mm -hmm. can increase um, your network. Yeah. And so, but I think it's, it's important to come in with realistic expectations about what this platform can do and Mm -hmm. what, you know, where you currently are starting. If you're starting with no platform, you're not going to instantly, because you have a podcast become, I, I love to use Joe Rogan just because he's like the pinnacle of the podcast world, like him or hate him. Doesn't matter. He's the best at what he does in this industry. Um, you're not going to wake up tomorrow and be Joe Rogan, right? He's put in 20 years of work, 15, 20 years of grind every stinking day, almost recording podcasts. Mm -hmm. And so, the benefits of podcasting can be almost what you want it to be, but it's figuring out before you start and press record, what are you trying to accomplish? Right. And I mean, even you did that today. You're like, Hey, here's our target audience. Here's who we're speaking to. This is what we're trying to accomplish. So you're, you're on your way. It's continuing to just hound that message and be consistent. The number one thing I teach the clients is consistency over time. It's just, you have to have consistency over time. Mm-hmm. It's more important than I would say content, which is crazy. It's more important than audio quality. So my three are like consistency, content, then audio quality. Mm. And yeah, that could be off, but that's what I've seen be successful 
for the majority of people that I coach through podcasting. Yeah. So when you talk about consistency, can you, can you detail a little bit more? Like, what do you mean by that? Yeah. Like what, what's important in, in consistency? Whatever you are going to tell your audience you're going to do, you got to do it. Hmm. And so if a client comes to me and they've never done a podcast before and they say, I want to have a weekly podcast, I say, no, I don't say no, but I'm like, <laughs> don't, don't do that. I think, well, for, there's a lot of places I want to go from there, but yeah, the first being podcasting is harder than it looks mm -hmm. to be halfway decent at it. Yeah. I think people think it's just showing up with a microphone and pressing record. Now you can get there. You could get there at some point, but it, again, it takes time. It's like mm -hmm. a muscle. There's a repetition there. You have to work that muscle to be able to sit down and be a good interviewer. Yeah. So whatever you tell your audience you're going to do, make sure you do. And so whatever your frequency of show is, make sure you're going to do that. It's a, if it's every other Tuesday, you better make sure you have a show out every other Tuesday. Right. And the way we teach people to do that is planning. And this, this is not like specific with podcasting. This is just good business, business yeah. right? Yeah. So sit down, make a calendar, make a schedule and say, Hey, what does it look like to record several episodes in a day? Like you're doing today, mm -hmm. um, with Terry coming on later and you're going to have weeks worth of content done that you can schedule out and be ahead of the game. Yep. That way when next Tuesday comes or next Sunday, you're not scrambling like, Oh crap, we're supposed to have a show this Tuesday. What are we going to do? Yep. It's already taken care of. Yep. And so that's what I mean when consistency, because people, in order to build a tribe, in order to build a following, in order to build your brand, in order to build your, your revenue, you need to have that constant touch point with people. Yeah. And this is just the way to do that. Yeah. And if you, if you miss one, maybe, okay, that's fine. But if you start to constantly miss, that becomes an issue. And then your followers start to drop off. Your listener base starts to drop off and mm -hmm. you're not reliant anymore. Yeah. And that's, that's really big when it comes to the podcast world. Yeah. Especially podcast in, in the business world where people have professional expectations yeah. of you. And so if you are not coming through, uh, on the expectations of a podcast, people might start to be like, well, I can't rely on them for yeah, other things. Absolutely. So I get that. And it's funny that you brought that up because even here at Blackwood with this podcast, and I'm going to expose our hand a little absolutely. bit, but, but that's the point of this is we felt those exact things that you've, and I, that you're talking about. I'm so glad that we decided to do in every other week. Cause we've, we've realized internally, like, just as you said, this takes a lot of work. Yeah. And, uh, if it was every week, we would feel like we were in the ocean being yep. just just lambasted by by wave after wave because every week is a lot to keep track of especially when you're bringing on guests mm -hmm. pretty much every week and so um, and you're guest reliant so if someone cancels like i did because i'm an awful human <laughs> like three times no uh but you're reliant on other people's schedules not just your own right so um so i love all that because we've learned a lot about that even in these first handful of months as we've been doing this is the importance of being as planned and scheduled mm -hmm. out as you can be. Um, and we're doing exactly what you're saying. Well, because you told us yeah. to, uh, <laughs> because, uh, where, where we're trying to as best we can get ahead mm -hmm. and, and record a lot of episodes, up, uh, in batches. Yeah. So, um, I, I, this isn't to brag, but to say it's, it feels great that right now we're almost in the position where we're done with recording for 2020. Isn't that amazing? It feels great because so it's July, end of July, and you're going to have, I'm bad at math, five more months of content that's already done that now you can start to double down your efforts elsewhere. 
Mm-hmm. And what's cool about podcasting is you've already put that content out in the world. And so people are going to discover your podcast now for the first time, and they're going to have months worth of content to get caught up on. Mm-hmm. And so you're way ahead of the game. Now you can start to shift your focus and doing something else, mm-hmm. you know? Right. I, that excites me. I think Kyle was one of the guys that when we initially had our first call, he's like, I think we want to do weekly. And I'm like, I think you're going to kill yourself if you do that. <laughs> yeah. But you can work your way up to that. Well, yeah. And, and I think that's what you advised him with. And I think for people listening, like take this to heart, it, uh, Kyle, I think what did want to do weekly, you told him to do every other weekly. Now yeah. we're in the position where we're looking back and we're saying, man, we're so glad we listened to Mike on that because if we were doing weekly, we would be killing yeah. ourselves to get this done, but we're not, it's manageable right now. And now that we're looking ahead, we're in it a little bit now, like we're, we're ahead on 2020. Yeah. Now we're looking at 2021. Now we're in a place where we can start to think about, Hey, someday we could move to weekly yeah. because we've, we've got some under our belt. Now we're ahead. And now if, if we plan to move to weekly, we could say, Hey, six months from now, we plan to move to weekly. Let's get ready. And And it was year three before Terry and I went to a weekly show. So we had, we had two years under our belt and the third year we were like, let's try this thing. And it was crazy. Mm -hmm. It worked. We didn't miss, but it, it is crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So Let's let's shift back a little bit to to thinking from like the company's perspective. How does it work? You know, a lot of podcasts. I think probably the majority um, are are guest dependent. You know, a lot of podcasts you have guests, regular guests mm-hmm. coming onto the show. How does that work for for podcasts in general? Companies with guests, like how do you get people to come on your show? What's the benefit to you with that guest? What's the benefit to the guest? You know, like how's that guest relationship part work? Yeah. So there's, again, there's so much to unpack with just a small question because I don't, that's the beauty of podcasting is there's so many layers to this thing that I don't think people understand. I want to start with probably the not obvious, and then you're going to have to reel me in and get back to the, (laughs) uh, the original question. But the thing that with guests that I have come to love about podcasting is literally this right here. I've never met you before Mm -hmm. and we've had some interactions via social media, email, but now I'm sitting down having a face-to-face conversation with you mm-hmm. and I'm going to consider you like a, a friend, uh, a person that I've had an intimate conversation with. Yeah. And your network, your network expands greatly. I've done this. I've probably been on, I don't know, 50 to hundred shows. Mm-hmm. And so I've had this with 50 to hundred other people in all different areas of life. Mm-hmm. And so from the guest standpoint, being a guest on someone's show is almost as good as hosting the show, Hmm. which is something that I don't think people realize. There's a guy named Richie Norton who for the longest time didn't get his own podcast. He became the master of just being a guest on other people's show because it's such good promotion for what you're doing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, The flip side of that being a host, uh, you get to be in the driver's seat and you get to interview amazing people. Yeah. Oh yeah. And definitely it's just, I selfishly, a lot of times when I'm on, when I host my own show, it's for me and it's for my growth. And I get to sit down with some of the brightest minds that I can get, you know, that I can convince to be on a a podcast and I just grow for and listen for 30 minutes. So the logistics behind that, um, it, it depends on your field. It depends on who you're trying to get and what, what you're trying to do. So for example, we work with, uh, Lippert components, Mm -hmm. LCI, and a lot of their guests are internal. 
And so they have a leadership team where they'll interview people within their company. They're larger. They're a fortune 500 company. They're a big, yeah, they're big. Yeah, they're big. Um, but their guests come from internal because they have the talent, they have the expertise. And what's yeah. cool about their podcast, it's internal facing as well as external facing. Mm. And so they want their employees to listen to it as well as they're using it as brand awareness for people outside the LCI right. world. Brilliant. I think it's brilliant. Um, so for them, it's just looking like tagging people in, Hey, you're going to be on the show in a couple sure. of weeks. Be prepared for other people. I would say like Blackwood, it's being diligent about emailing people, putting feelers out there. Mm-hmm. I feel like your guys' process was awesome. You emailed me, you have your own separate calendar link, you know, mm-hmm. and, um, and you have a whole team around it, which I think is awesome. When it when it becomes a little more challenging is when it's just one or two people doing it. Yeah. And you have to be in charge of scheduling. You have to be in charge yeah. of, you know, the script. You have to be in charge of setup. Um, yeah. You know, and then the editing, <laughs> which is a whole nother thing. <laughs> yep. um, there's a lot of pieces. That yeah, there's a it. lot of pieces. The promotion. Like, the, yeah, yeah. The promotion of the, of the episode and yeah. where, you're, where you're releasing it and all those things. And to be clear, you don't have to do all of these things well to start. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, you could just get on and have a solo uh, podcast. And I work with a lot of people that do that as well. Mm-hmm. So the original question was uh, something about guests, right? Yeah, yeah. Just how do you manage the guest relation piece? In I would say, uh, honestly, just how you would manage a client. You know, you want to be friendly. You want this to be rewarding for them. Mm-hmm. You want it to be worth their time. You want to promote them. You want to lift them up in a way like, right. hey, you're the expert in this space. I'm bringing you on because we see you, we respect you, um, and we want to have a conversation with you. Yeah. And there's very few people that won't help is what I've come to find yeah. out. Mm-hmm. Uh Everyone wants to help, especially if you go about it in a nice way, you know, like, Hey, uh, you're an expert in branding. Would you like to come on and talk about branding? We'd love your expertise here. Mm -hmm. I have had almost no one tell me no. Yeah. I, I I think we're right there with you. I'm trying to, I was just thinking about, have we had anyone that reached out to flat out just say, no, I'm not interested. And I, I, as far as I know, I don't think so. I think everyone has said yes or just hasn't responded yet. Yeah. And so to be clear, you're also not trying to go and get like um, Tony Dungy or I'm trying to think of like giant names. Yeah. Patrick yeah. Lencioni. You're not trying to get huge names yet. So there, when you get in that level, there's going to be hoops you have to jump through regardless because yeah. you, can't, you don't have access to these people. But on the level that we are right now, like people want to help. Mm-hmm. And, and people are willing, it's just asking and, and being nice about it. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, uh, I like what you were just talking about as far as like, sort of like the scaling side of the podcast. Like obviously we, even on big brand theory podcasts, like we have, we have goals for mm-hmm. sort of where we want to go and like the sort of the level and caliber of guests. I mean, our guests already have been awesome. Um, so it's not that where we are is bad, but we want to have dreams of reaching yeah, some people that are in really influential people. Uh, either positions or people that are have name recognition and people already know that either them or the company they yep. come from. And, and so we have sort of goals for how we want to mm-hmm. sort of stair step yeah, towards absolutely. that. Um, and, uh, but I mean, it's been good so far. Like we've had success with that. So you're not going to offend me. I know Gary V would be a bigger get than getting me, Michael Yoder, <laughs> the owner of Truth or Comedia. <laughs> but there is stair steps, right? You can't just go out the gate and say, hey, we just launched this thing, Gary. We have 10 listeners. 
uh, this is our second episode. Would you like to be a guest? Right. No, you got to show proof of concept, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, show following and listening base. And, you know, the brand will speak for itself. Yeah. So how someone that's, you know, listening, whether they're in a marketing position or they're just working at a company and, and, and they're sort of jiving with what we're talking about, how do they start to think about like what they even make their podcast about? Like when you're in a business, mm-hmm. how do you decide what your content is? What, what should it be about? So I say these things and I realize they're going to sound cheesy. So like bear with me because I mean these things. How can you help provide value to people? That's what your content should be within your marketplace. Mm -hmm. So you're sitting here as a branding creative organization, giving people free advice on how to start a podcast or what podcasting looks like. Mm -hmm. That's 100% your niche. So how can you figure out whatever it is your industry is? How can you help people? That's what your content should be. Yeah. To me, it's as simple as that. Yeah. Yeah. It's take, I, I think that's part of what we realized too. Like, and sometimes it's a struggle because you feel like we're the experts in our field and normally we get paid for being yeah. the expert in our field. Mm-hmm. So then it's a little bit of a switch in perspective to think, okay, now I'm going to start to give away what we do yeah. in sort of the, at least the knowledge of what we do away for free. And I think for some people they struggle with, well, I don't want to give that all away for free, but there's so much power Mm -hmm. and, and loyalty that you build when you start to give people that free access to that knowledge and those concepts and just, and just knowing like, you know, for us at Blackwood, just for people to know who we are, like to know me, to get to know some of our team, to get to know what we're about, what's important to Mm -hmm. us. That's really important to people outside of our, our walls. So, um, well, the reality is you have to eat, right? You have to make some kind of income, but after that, give your stuff away because it does, it comes down to value, right? So if you're chasing money, if you're chasing dollars and which I get, that's what a business is. A lot of times you, you got to be protective of what you have. But if you can have a shift in perspective that we exist to help people like legit help people, it doesn't matter if you're giving your stuff away because you're still going to have people that say, Hey, that's great. You gave me all this information. I don't either have time or the knowledge to figure this out. Mm -hmm. I need you to do this for me. Right. Tomorrow I'm doing a webinar. Um, at uh j2 actually mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. um on podcasting yeah i'm giving away something that costs most clients like two thousand mm-hmm. dollars because i like literally the intent with everything is like let's help people if this will get people's story out there again i understand that might sound a little tongue-in-cheek but like legit if this helps people just kick kick them in the rear a little bit and get started yeah great Right. And I think in a lot of situations too, there's a pretty big divide between people giving away knowledge and people conceptually knowing how it works yeah, and yep. then actually being able to do it. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, we could tell you all day about branding and how to build a logo and graphic design, but yep. that doesn't make you a graphic designer. For sure. So that's, that's also the thing I think that a lot of people have to realize is even though you're giving away a lot of free value, that doesn't mean they can go out mm-hmm. and do it themselves. You've had years and years and years of practice and building and doing all the things to get you to where you're at. And people aren't going to instantly have yeah. that. So I think to, to sort of quell that fear a little bit that some, I think sometimes people feel like, well, why would I start giving away this stuff for free? P- people won't be able to instantly do what you yeah. do. 
be able, I, you know, even though you, you could tell me a lot about what you do, doesn't mean tomorrow I'm going to be turned around and be Michael Yoder and yeah. do everything you do. So, um, so yeah, so, so from a business perspective, uh, if someone is thinking about starting this thing, I think you hit on this a little bit earlier with sort of like the consistency content and equipment, mm-hmm. audio quality. Yeah. But where where would someone start? Like if they, okay, l- we want to try a podcast. We think there's value in what it could do for us. We think there's value in bringing in guests. Um, and, you know, they, they figured out what do we want to talk about? Mm-hmm. How do they get it off the ground? What do they start doing to make it happen? I'll say... I'll start with two things. The first is I would sit down, open up a Google Doc, and write down your first 10 topics that you're going to talk about. Basically, mm. plan out your first 10 episodes. Yeah. Um, from there, I would figure out your target audience. Yeah. You know, I might even do that first. Right. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. know, that might inform yeah, the, yeah, the yeah. other. Yeah. Figure out your target audience, and that's just who is this for? Mm-hmm. Who are you speaking to? Is this for my employees? Is this outward facing, inward facing? What is this thing? Yeah. And then go go with your topics and figure out if this is going to be seasonal or if this is going to be ongoing. And what I mean by seasonal is you could do short series of maybe 10 episodes. And that way you can put an end goal and date. We're going to get 10 episodes out there. We're going to take two, three months off, and then we're going to do another 10 episodes. Mm. So you figure out the schedule, and that's topical or seasonal, whatever it is you want to do, ongoing. Right. I always like to tell my clients to have an end goal date in mind because doing anything without an end date is just asking for it, asking for problems. Mm. Because if you're doing anything for that long a time, um, it can be seem daunting and there's no angle. Right. Mm-hmm. And so even if you're taking a two week break or a three week break, I always encourage that. Anyways. Um, the second thing would be then to buy equipment. So it's to figure out, can I get a hundred dollar, Blue Yeti microphone and be done with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe it depends on how good you want your show to be <laughs> right? Sure. audio right. quality wise. Remember audio quality is the third tier of what I list of importance, right? Um, because you can spend $5,000 easy without blinking on audio gear, or you can spend a couple hundred dollars and be completely fine. So here we have, like, I would say this is this is like mid-tier gear. You guys mm-hmm. don't have thousands and thousands of dollars worth of gear, which is great. This looks almost identical to what I have at my house. You know, mm-hmm. I don't need high-end gear to get started into the podcast world. Right. The the barrier to entry is so low right now when it comes to podcasting. It's almost unbelievable mm-hmm. from a financial standpoint. Yeah. Right. Um, from an intellectual and a time, not so much. <laughs> but you can get away with launching a podcast for a couple hundred dollars if if you know what you're doing. And so, yeah, I, the two things that I'd recommend to get started right away is to figure out who your target audience is, write out your calendar and content, mm-hmm. maybe 10 episodes. Yeah. Uh, only reason I say 10 is because you, you only need like two or three to start, but it's going to start generating ideas for you. Yeah. And then obviously you need, you need microphone. So yeah. figure out your audio situation. Yeah. And I think it's good. Like, I think even for us, it's good to know from the outset a little bit of the direction you're heading, what's down the mm. road a little bit, you know, cause if we had only planned out two or three episodes, it would be like, uh, you know, there, there would be nothing after that. And we wouldn't be pointing yep. at something beyond those. So I think for us, it was helpful to have that initial idea idea of of topics that we're Mm going to head towards because it i think even just mentally prepared us for like okay here's the road we're going to go down and and so here's how we start to go down it um so do you have fun doing this 
Yeah. <laughs> do I not seem? No, like you do. Like the reason I like I think that's like a that's like a side benefit of podcasting that I don't think people realize initially. Mm-hmm. Like this is a blast to me. Like sitting down and having this conversation is fun, and I think that's a giant perk with podcasting that comes is like there's a ton of side benefits, and this that's just one of them. Like yeah. this is so much fun. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I uh, this. Uh, you know, I think I said earlier, like I'm, I'm definitely new to this. I've never hosted a podcast yeah. before. I'm, I'm not like a professional interviewer. Yeah. I'm not a journal, you know, all those things. Um, but it, so, so going into it, it was a little bit of a question mark and it'll be like, Oh, okay. You want me to be the host of this yeah. podcast? <laughs> wow. Okay, cool. I don't know why, but let's go for it. Um, but it's been, so it has been a lot, a lot more fun than I thought it would be. Mm-hmm. And, and it is it's just great for me, as you were saying, just beneficial to be able to sit down with people. Yeah. I feel like I, I do learn so much mm-hmm. from the people that I sit down with um, and being able to, you know, for you that are listening, you're getting to hear this through your ear, you know, you're, you're just hearing it. But for me, I'm getting to live this conversation. Yeah. I am, I'm here with Mike having this, like you said, intimate sort of conversation. Um, and so I do feel like I've built relationships with the people that have come in. They're now people that I once didn't know that I now know. Yeah. And now I, now I know a lot about what they, what they're most passionate about and love. And so, um, you're it, living, you're living proof for anyone out there listening that if you've never done this thing before, you can do this thing at a high level in a short amount of time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like you're, you're literally, you guys are listening out there to someone that started this thing from nothing a couple months ago now has a fully functioning podcast, very doable, very Mm -hmm. obtainable. Yeah. So for, for people that are listening, uh, they might be thinking, okay, does, should everyone do this? Is this for everyone? Like, uh, uh, should I start a podcast? So I guess the question there is like, is there sort of a filter or, or a threshold that people should think about as far as like, is podcasting for everyone? If I'm listening to this, should I start tomorrow? You know, like how do they sort of self-select if this is right for them? Yeah, that's a hard question for me because one, it's my business to sell podcasts, right? <laughs> um, so you don't want to go around telling people not to start podcasts. <laughs> and to my core, I the reason like our company's motto basically is to elevate the story of others. Mm. And that's what I, that's why I do what I do is to help others share their story. Mm -hmm. So the reality is though, I don't think everyone should have a podcast. That's very hard for me to say. What I do believe is everyone should have a platform in which their story's heard and which they should share it. Yeah. And so do I think everyone is made to have a podcast? I don't. Do I think everyone should find a medium in which they can share their story and help elevate the story of others around them? I do. And so yeah, it, if you think a podcast could be good for you, I 100% encourage you to explore that. I don't want to ever tell someone that, no, this medium isn't right for anyone because it's like big table, right, man? Like everyone is invited to sit at this thing yeah. because that's that's the podcast world. Like, there is something out there for everybody. Right. That's what I love about it. Yeah, it's yeah, it's huge. And so there's some like indicators of what might make you super successful. And I put that in air quotes because success again is what is defined by you. So if you want to have a podcast and you want to interview your friends and you want to have 10 active listeners and that's success for you, then I think that's successful. 
If you want to have 2,000 daily listeners and you want to grow your brand and you want it to be profitable and then that happens, I think that's successful. Mm-hmm. And so the question is kind of hard because it all depends on what success mean to you. Yeah. I would, I would say this though, and I would caution with this is if you're going into podcasting to make money right away, don't do that. It's not the easiest thing in the world to make money on directly. You're going to see indirect sales and indirect profit come in from podcasting, mm-hmm. but I'm just very upfront with people and they come in, Hey, I want to have $10,000 on sponsorships within two months. Well, yeah. that's not going to happen. Yeah. Uh, you need to hear that it might. So caveat asterisks, <laughs> if you come in with a well-established brand and you are big name, that could happen. Right. Uh, if you come in and you are none of those things and you have a low social media following and all of those things, that is not going to happen. Yeah. Just being really upfront. Yeah. You can't, people aren't going to invest in something that doesn't exist yet. So back to the question of should someone start a podcast? That's so subjective to the individual, to the business, to the organization. I will say this, that if you are listening to this, you should be finding a way to elevate your story and the story of those around you in your business and in life. And if you're not doing that, I think podcasting is one of the easiest and best ways to do that. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I think most people are aware that podcasting has grown significantly. It's unbelievable. Over the last 10 years. And now it's just like, I like what you said about like, there's a low barrier to entry. Mm -hmm. And I think we've experienced that where, yeah, there's a lot of work that goes into it. But when you think about it, like, like we've been able to start a, a podcast with, with pretty minimal amounts of Mm -hmm. money and, and, and work. Um, and, and it's been awesome. It's been so great. And I think I also appreciate what you said about sort of just like the immediate versus maybe more long-term, because I think for us, we, we are realizing like it it takes time to build a, a podcast and that goes back to consistency. Like that's where the consistency I think really plays in is, is if you're able to be consistent and keep at it and persist, uh, it will come, yeah. but it's not going to be immediate. It's not yeah. going to happen overnight. Um, and we've seen a slow growth in our podcast, you know, and, and, and we're only, you know, a few months in mm-hmm. and we know that hopefully it will continue. It's going to take time. Um, and to encourage people out there, like we, we've already gained a client because of the podcast. Yeah. Now that's not the, that's not the end all be all goal. There's yep. a lot of reasons why we've wanted to do this. Obviously that's a huge benefit to us mm-hmm. being, like you said, being a business, you got to make money. Yep. Like you can't do the things you're doing and not make money and then expect it to all work out in the end. There has to be money involved. Yeah, absolutely. So to gain a client is a wonderful thing. And it's I amazing. think to us was very reassuring of like, Hey, this thing does work. Someone yeah. was listening. They liked it enough to reach out and be like, Hey, what you talked about struck a chord with me, got me to think and then realize like, Hey, I should give them a call mm-hmm. because, because you obviously know what yeah. to do in that realm. So, um, so anyways, just to encourage people out there, like it, it is a long road and you have to be committed. You, you can't just give up a weekend mm-hmm. or 10 weeks in even you need to be committed, but but um, I feel like we're almost trying to talk people out of starting a podcast. Like this is it's super hard. This is, it takes so much time. It's I just want to. I think I was just edging on the other side of like I think people have this idea that it's easy and it's not always easy. Yeah. yeah. But man, this wasn't hard today. Coming mm-hmm. in here, sitting down, having a conversation. Those things are easy. So 
they're there it's not as easy as it would appear but it's also not as hard as i think we're making it sound <laughs> does that make sense yeah yeah for sure and no and i mean it it's not been hard i think we talked about earlier about like you you do need to be planned and and we've had to go through that um but i think i think one of like anything in business once you have those pieces in place and once you've you've got sort of the process and the routines there it becomes a lot simpler yeah, because sure. you have those systems that are making it happen. I think from the outset, it's a little, it can be a little overwhelming because you're trying to figure mm-hmm. out all of those pieces and those systems. And so the, fr- I, I'll be honest, like the first couple of months, it, at times it felt like we were scrambling, yeah. but now that those things are starting to settle, um, it feels so much better and it takes way less work on our end. Yeah. And now I get to sit down regularly yeah. and have these awesome conversations that I get to enjoy. And now that you, the listener get to enjoy. And, and so it's, it's getting sweeter as we go along. And that's what I love about what we do as a business is because I can sit with business owners and say, guys, trust us and trust the process. I know this seems like hurting cats right now, but there is a process, there's method to this madness. And once we get all the ducks in a row, once we get set up, this thing will start to run itself. Mm-hmm. And it really, I hope that's what you're experiencing too, it that it's, it starts to run itself. Yeah, no, it definitely does. And and like I said, you know, now that we've gotten ahead a little bit, mm-hmm. it feels even more like that. I mean, there will come a time pretty soon where we'll start to need to look ahead to 2021 yeah. and be like, okay, what's our plan for 2021? Yeah. Let's start talking about who do we want to be on the show? Let's, you know, then we got to start reaching out mm-hmm. and we sort of start that process again. But because those systems are there, yeah. it will be so much. It's smoother. not as daunting anymore. You're no, not doing it no, new and you realize, wow, I can do this. Yeah. So just to encourage those out there, like this has been a really fun experience for us and a great adventure. And I think it's already been definitely worth our time and fruitful. And a lot of that is thanks to, to you, Mike. Like, oh, it, thanks. You, like we really do appreciate the, especially right at the beginning. I, I know you were very helpful and in helping us think about the initial things that were really important that would set us on a trajectory for success and, and hitting the things that we wanted to hit. And so we're already seeing that here. And so we're, we're a relatively small office here in Mishawaka, Indiana. And so I sort of feel like if we can do this and do it well, which I, I think we are, I, I think most people could. Yeah, I think for if, sure. you're in a, if you're in a medium-sized company, a larger company, there's, I don't think there's any reason why you couldn't do this and do it well. So, um, so, Mike, I just want to thank you for being on the show today. Uh, it's been incredible having this conversation yeah. and just getting to know you a little bit more and hearing sort of your your passion for podcasting um, and, and some of the tips that you have. It's just really helpful. So um, for those that are, are listening in, um, Mike is a, a great resource, has an awesome company, Truthwork Media. Um, if you want to reach out and, and learn more about this, see what this is all about, um, I, I'm pretty sure he would want to have a conversation. I would love that. Yeah. <laughs> if nothing else, I would love to just go get coffee or have a phone call with someone. Yeah, for sure. And so um, don't hesitate to reach out to Mike. The easiest ways to do that would either be via Twitter. His handle is MichaelYoder81. Or just uh, go to his website, truthworkmedia.com, and you can reach out that way. I don't know if you have like a, a contact form or a way to, yep, to contact reach. form. My email's on there. Yeah. It, so it's just, pretty easy to get a hold of me. Yeah. Yeah. So you seem like a pretty open guy, open to conversation. So I, I don't think it'd be too hard to get a hold of Mike. So if you want to continue thinking about this or even want to explore starting a podcast at your company, I would definitely encourage you to reach out to Mike. I know he's been a huge resource to us. I think he could be a huge resource to you. So, um, Mike, thanks for joining us today for the show. It's been 
a real pleasure. Yeah, this has been awesome. You said uh, people have been going for like 30 to 40, maybe 50 minutes. And I was like, I hope we can hit that. And we're right at 50 minutes. Right? Oh, yeah. This yeah. is easy. This is great. Yeah, <laughs> the time does. And that's one thing. Uh, last little caveat. The time, you will think sometimes in your head, man, 40, 40 minutes, 50 minutes, that's a long time. Yeah. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be hard to get to that. Yeah. Uh, the time goes so quick. Before you know it, you look up and you're like, oh, my gosh, we're at 45 minutes. Yeah. I, <laughs> the... And I'll, I'll end with this. Abraham Lincoln, uh, and I don't know if this is factual or not, but he was writing <laughs> a letter to a general in the army. Mm-hmm. And he said, I would have wrote a shorter written wrote. I would have wrote, I would have written. <laughs> it doesn't matter. I would have <laughs> written a shorter letter if I had enough time. And what he meant, it's harder to be concise and it's harder oh, to yeah. go shorter. Yeah. And so by no means is length usually ever an issue. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, well, this has been a blast. Thanks for joining us today, Mike, on the Big Brand Theory podcast. And all of you out there, thanks for joining us in this conversation as we talked about podcasting. Uh, I hope you've been encouraged in thinking about how you could integrate podcasting into what you're doing, whether that's... It, personal life with a hobby or whether that's in your business. Um, it's, it's a great way to go and we've really enjoyed doing it here on this podcast. So thanks for joining us today. You're always encouraged to subscribe, like follow, you know, all the things that people do. Um, if you want to stay current with our content, please do those things. Um, and we hope you continue on this road with us as we continue to talk about all things, marketing, branding, sales, leadership, just the good stuff in business and how to, how to get your company out there in front of people. And as you said, Mike, Um, how to elevate your own story and those of uh, the people around you. So uh, you all have a great day and you stay toasty.